Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Family, welcome to Speak. There has been no bigger show in the last 300 days than the one we are about to do today. The NFL, it all comes down to this weekend. Championship weekend, where legacies are born, where legacies are made. You see the names, you see the faces behind me, but let's dial into some of the most important storylines. Turn up your volume, relax into your chair, get comfortable, because this is the day that television sports shows are made for. Talk about the matchups. Lamar Jackson, you already know what Lamar Jackson has at stake this weekend. You know what he's playing for. He has two MVPs. One's already in the bank, the other's in the mail. But if Lamar Jackson can beat Patrick Mahomes, imagine what that does to his legacy, to his resume. Family, this is big. Now Patrick Mahomes on the flip side. If he can find a way to win. You're talking about another Super Bowl appearance. Four Super Bowl appearances in about seven years as a starter. We've never seen anything like it. Literally nothing like it. I'm not just talking hyperbolically. This is as big as it gets, y'all. And then in the NFC side, the quarterback play there, oh, I cannot wait to watch it. Because first up, you got Jared Goff. He's been to a Super Bowl before. But remember, the Los Angeles Rams said, you're not good enough. They got rid of him. And then they won a Super Bowl immediately after. Well, guess what Jared Goff did? He said, hey, I'm good enough to bring the Detroit Lions to an NFC Championship game for the first time in 30 years. It gets no bigger than this. And lastly, the most polarizing name remaining, Brock Purdy. See, is he good enough to be a starter? Is he good enough to be an MVP? Just how good is he? We don't know. But if he goes to a Super Bowl, he will erase a lot more doubt. There will still be some doubt. There will still be some questions. But if Brock Purdy goes to a Super Bowl in his second year as a starter, imagine what that means. Legacy, narratives, it is all on the line this weekend, and this show was made for this moment. Turn your volume up, relax with us, hang with us. There's no greater show that we have done all year than the one we're about to do. 2-5, how you feeling, big dog? I always feel good. Let me tell you why. When a black man got a job, every day's a good day. Every day is a good day. Ain't no good Friday. Every day's a good day. It's a good day. That's 2-5 right there. It's good to see you, big dog. My dad told me that. Did he? Yeah, he told me. I love it. James Jones, how you feeling, big dog? Man, I feel good, man. It's hoodie Friday. It is. It is. Joy Joy got long sleeves on. My dog got a a turtleneck on. What if I go to the hood on a Uh Friday? Am I still hoodie Friday? You safe in there, bro. Hoodie Friday. (laughs) (laughs) We really all up in here in these long sleeves and turtlenecks. And Zacho got us in here like we in Green Bay. I'm so (laughs) 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 (laughs
on oh, all the way up. I got us in here. Frozen, frozen tundra. Frozen. Get ready for these winter games. Frozen tundra. Family, yeah, that man. is Joy Taylor. They are convinced that I try to ice them out in the studio because I turned it down to about 60 man. degrees. But these Ooh. takes, they're about to be hot. James Jones, I just painted the picture for yeah, you. Yeah. I talked about Lamar. I talked about Pat. I talked about Goff. I talked about Purdy. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Who has the most to gain in the biggest weekend in sports outside of the one, two weeks from now? Oh, to me, it's not even close. It's Lamar. You're about to be a two-time MVP. You have the best team in football left remaining. You have Patty Mahomes coming to your city, to the bank. This is all about Lamar. If Lamar is able to win this game and get to a Super Bowl, I truly believe that this changes the way that we view this quarterback position. Like, right now, we're looking for the Patrick Mahomes. We're looking for the Joe Burrows. If he's able to get to a Super Bowl, we might be looking for the Lamar Jackson. Mm. Yeah, it might not be this super passer and super talented passer, but a guy who wins, a guy who makes every defensive coordinator lose sleep at night. That is what Lamar Jackson is. And I still remember when he stood up there with Dion and said, y'all going to get a Super Bowl out of me. Yeah. You got your chance, young fella. Yeah. I think right now is the time for Lamar Jackson. You are getting Patrick Mahomes, and we continue to keep saying all year long that this is the worst Chiefs team. Worst Patty Mahomes has looked. This is your best team. The best that you have looked. The best weapons that you have had. Oh, it's all on Lamar Jackson. I think this is a big game for him. He has to get this one done. Am I scared? Absolutely. <laughs> this is one of the ones that he has to get done. George Taylor, break it down for me. There are no wrong answers, so I can't wait to hear your version of right. Who has the most to gain this weekend? Oh, that's a very nice way to start the show. <laughs> see how many blocks this last? I will, I will see the last of this block. I agree with everything you just said, but I think it's Pat. Yeah. And the reason I think it's Pat is because we're talking about just the, the margin of being spoken about as one of the greatest. Like yeah. right now, he is one of the greatest. Yeah. But the greatest yeah. is still a ways away. Mm -hmm. And each year you have to build to get closer to Tom. Yeah. So getting to Super Bowls is going to help with that. No there are some different factors that play into why Tom Brady had that, that, that legacy that he did in New England. And that was consistency and that was timing. As you mentioned yesterday, Bill Belichick was much younger when they started that run. There's a lot of factors in that. So every one of these Super Bowls, every one of these appearances really matters when you're talking about that. And while we're mentioning chasing Brady, he's really still chasing Montana. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this little talking thing on air for a long time. And before that Atlanta Super Bowl, before we were all like, we give up. We give up. He's the greatest. We submit. Tom Brady is the greatest. He comes back against the Atlanta Falcons and wins in Houston. We're done. He's the greatest. Before that, it was Montana. Mm -hmm. Period. All conversations started after Joe Montana. I know it might sound crazy, Shady. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I've been doing this a long time. I remember that is what we all said. We all said it was Joe Montana who won four Super Bowls, three Super Bowl MVPs. Every time he went there, won. Go in the Super Bowl, Joe Montana wins. Yeah. Period. So we may think that Pat has passed Joe Montana because we're in this moment now. But my point is, if he can get to another Super Bowl, he is adding to that incredible legacy that he will need to add to if we're going to pass Montana, but also if you're going to get close to Brady. 2-5, most to gain this weekend. It's a lot of people to choose from. Who are you choosing? I want to go with Andy Reid, right? Andy it's, Reid, that's it's a, a good one. It's a great one, right? But then I, it's like you can't talk about Andy without talking about Patty. Okay. <laughs> can't talk about Bill, right, without talking about Tommy. Oh, okay. So I, I, I'm going to give it to Patrick Mahomes and I'm going to give it to Andy Reid. If I can break that down, is that cool? Break it down, break it down, so break it down. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes just because I'm not saying anything about Joe Montana because he was great. But there's only one goat that Pat's chasing. And in the 49ers, and in the Bay, it's Tom Brady. If he goes to this championship 
and the six-year run, yeah. right? It was be four. It'd be four times in six years. Yeah. <laughs> and then if he wins it, yeah. I gotta go with that. See, that's when you talk about legacy, legacy. You got two MVPs. I got, I got the, 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 the um, two Super Bowls, and I add another one, three Super Bowls. Like this is something when you start stacking this up, and he's only 27 years old. Yeah. What happens when he's 30 years old? What are we gonna yep. talk about him? We'll never see a player like him again. And then you talk about Andy Reid. If he can win three championships, right? The thing with the Chiefs is, why well, I, I just love the legacy part of it, is that, like, most times we win a championship, like, can you see another one? Mm. And we like, yeah. yeah. If they win this one, it's going to get even better and better moving forward. So if I can see Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes with one, one more championship, that's real legacy. And I'm rooting for that. Yeah. I'm truly in because it's, when will we ever see that again? When, when Bill Belichick and Tom Brady was going through this, I'm like, man, we'll never see that again. Like, that'll never happen again. We right back in the same position talking about it. I like these answers. I like these answers. James, I'm going to second your take. Yeah. I mean, there's really no more important show that we will do all year, maybe one more important show, the post-Super Bowl show, than the one today. Because everything that's at stake, Lamar Jackson has the most to gain for me this weekend. Because this game this weekend is the equal sign for Lamar Jackson. Acho, what you mean? If you ever take out your calculator and you start plugging in numbers and you hit add, then you type in more numbers, and you hit add, then you type in more numbers, and you hit add, then you type in more numbers, and you hit add, it's all irrelevant until you hit equals. Because equal is what it tells you all those numbers you typed in add up to. Lamar Jackson has done a lot in his career. I think he has 58 wins. He's got one MVP. He's probably going to win another MVP. He's won the division several times. He's rushed for over 1,000 yards several times. He has a lot of numbers. But those numbers are all irrelevant until he hits equals. Mm. Once he hits equals, then it tells you what all of that stuff means. It substantiates all of the numbers that came before it. Once Lamar Jackson goes to a Super Bowl, if he goes to a Super Bowl, that's the equal sign. Now those MVPs are really, really substantive because now they meant something. Now winning the division and having a one seed, which he's had twice now, is substantive because it meant something. Now all those rushing yards, they're substantive because they meant something. But until you go to a Super Bowl, you're just adding and adding and adding and adding. But you haven't yet told us what it means. Yeah. You haven't really added the substance to all of those numbers. So for me, Lamar has the most to gain because he can finally hit equals and tell us what all of those numbers that he's aggregated finally mean, yeah. James. Yeah, and, 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 and you hit it right on the nose because for me, he went the last quarterback taken in the first round, if I'm not mistaken, yes, right? sir. for a reason. At least they thought it was a reason because quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson don't get to Super Bowls, don't win Super Bowls. That's why you took the Bakers and the Sam Darnolds and them dudes before him because we're not used to seeing quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson take the, his team to the Super Bowls. And that's why for me, he has so much to gain because it is so many little kids out there yep. that could be more like Lamar than Patty. Mm -hmm. And this right here is going to let him know that if you like Lamar, you can get to this Super Bowl and have a chance to win the whole thing. And like I said, this is his best team. Mm. It ain't even about really you versus Patty. Your team is better than Patty from top to bottom. You about to win the set your second MVP, which means you have played at a better level than Patty this season. This is your time. This has to be the time for him. Joy, right I, I do believe there's like a bigger narrative conversation shift that Lamar Jackson can do if he wins. We'll talk more about that later. I think Lamar Jackson can change the dynamic of the quarterback position, how they're evaluated, how they're drafted, how they're moved going yeah. forward. The Braxton Millers of the world, if y'all remember Ohio State's Braxton Miller when he was moved to receiver for the Houston Texans third round pick. Yeah. Had Lamar Jackson preceded him, maybe he would still be playing quarterback. Again, obviously Lamar Jackson more talented, but it just makes me think of those things. Joy, with all this being said, 
Can Lamar afford to lose on Sunday? It's as big as it gets. Yeah. He can. Because it's Patty. If it was anybody else, I know, I know, I know. It sounds like a cop-out. And look, y'all can feel how you want to feel. I'm talking about how I feel. This is how I feel. Speak your truth. I said I'm scared. Okay. okay. Speak your truth. I'm going to speak my truth. (laughs) I think he can. Now, other people may be harsh about it. And it is going to be disappointing because the expectations for greats is Super Bowls and to move on and to be able to compete for the ultimate prize. But you also have a process. You're not going to win the Super Bowl every single year. He had an unbelievable season. He's going to win his second MVP. He already has a unanimous MVP. He's in the AFC Championship game where he should be since his team was the best team during the regular season. Mm-hmm. He has a great team around him. And again, I know it sounds like a cop-out, but like if you lose to Patty, Patty is Thanos. Like he's gonna, he's gonna ruin some days. All right. He's gonna, he's gonna end some some not yeah. saying Lamar's career is over, but he is gonna end some careers. He is going to ruin some runs. We've already seen that. The reason Josh Allen is not there is because he cannot get past mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. So to me, some some people are just different. Like there's no shame to me in this. Now, I, I understand. It'll be disappointing. Again, I get it, I get it, I get it. This is not a competitor's mentality. I'm just saying how I will feel about Lamar Jackson is not going to change depending on the outcome of this game. How we will view Patrick Mahomes' career when we evaluate all the things and press the equals, as you just said, this year may, may matter for that because we don't know what each year brings. Shady, you got two Super Bowls. You got one with Patrick Mahomes, and if I'm not mistaken, you beat Patrick Mahomes to get your other one. So you understand what it's like to play with Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs and go against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Nobody else on national television literally can say that about anyone else, but I can say that about you. Can Lamar afford to lose on Sunday? Yeah, he can. I mean, Mm. have two (laughs) MVPs. No, I'm just thinking about it. If he loses to to Patrick Mahomes, like, it's, it's understandable. We can we can like sit here and talk about like well it was Pat right I think that his team is better I think that they're playing better they're the best team in football but he's going against Patrick Mahomes they could lose that and I think the, the Lamar Jackson and his Ravens team they are kind of young too look at all of his offensive skill players they're gonna get better right the offense coordinator this is first year with Lamar they're gonna get better I look at um, Mark Andrews not sure what, what he's dealing with the injury how he's gonna come back but if you look at Lightly. The backup, mm-hmm. yeah. he's going to get better. He's already good. He's look really at this good. defense. They got a lot of young guys. We just talked about Kyle Hamilton last year. We were skeptical. Would he be good? He was really good at Notre Dame. He was trying to find his way in the league. Now look at him. He's all pro. He's that good. So they got room to, to, to grow, even though they're that good right now, and it's scary to say that. Yeah. And I think Lamar's going to get even better. This year, there's going to be more confidence for him, right? Like, people, not me, but people always try to not Lamar Jackson. He's a runner. He's this, that, and third. But now it's going to be more accepted because where he's taking his team to, the AFC uh, Championship game. Yeah. And I think that even with Lamar, I think it would be more confidence for him. So he can, he can afford to lose this game. See, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm on the other side because this right here has a lot to do with, with mentals too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just, you just touched on all that, like these young fellas could get better. This is Patty's worst team. His team going to get better. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid is going to make sure, hey, man, we was weak at this. We was weak at that. We are going to get better as a football team. So if you cannot beat him right now, I don't know when you're going to beat him with this type of team. Story time. I remember my rookie year in the National Football League, mm-hmm. right? We doing one-on-ones. Charles Woodson jumps up there. I'm like third in line. I, I jump up there like it's my time, right? Aaron, give me a curl route. Wood playing about seven, eight yards off. I come off the ball huh, running. You know, I only ran four five, but I was digging. <laughs> in and out of my break, though. Yeah. I come in and out of my break. I'm like, I have whooped him. 
In my head, I'm like, it's over, bro. This is finna be my league. <laughs> As I go to catch it, Wood jump in front of me. And pick it. As I'm walking back, I'm like, I'm gonna get cut. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't good enough. I ain't good enough. I'm calling my family and everything after. Like, man, don't unpack yet. <laughs> like, we gonna get cut. We ain't gonna make, that was my best. Like, that, that route that I ran was my best. And I get, I'm like, Wood, how you break on my route like that? He said, young fella, you came out, your head was down digging 100 miles per hour. I knew you was about to stop. And I'm like, ooh, he good. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I gave, I, I, that was my best. And it wasn't even his best. And he, Lamar, this your best. Your best. And it's not even his. Top to bottom. And this ain't even his best. And you can't beat him at the crib. If Lamar walk off this thing losing and Patty has won with his worst team, Lamar going to be like, I'm actually, I'm, I'm with you, James, on this one, and it, it's a little bit different thought process. Shady, you was a dog. James, you was a dog. Obviously, everybody at different levels. When you that dude, take the bumpers off. Take the training wheels off. Like, it's interesting all the dialogue we're saying, and I get it because we're analysts now, obviously, former players, but analysts now, and y'all are like, but it's Lamar, but it's Pat, but it's Patty, but it's Pat. Lamar don't want to hear that. Take the bumpers off. Because when you a dog, and Shady, you've been, I played with you when you were at your highest highs. I don't, but it's Patrick Willis. So? But it's Ray Lewis. Yeah. So? So? Yeah, you know that's what Shady got. That's, that's, that's LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> like, it don't matter. Right, Shady, you can get tackled by him. Man. It was Ray Lewis, bro. No, no. He made the best. So? No, no. I'm Shady. Yeah. So I, I hear all our dialogue, and it's well-spoken, and it's rightfully said. It's Patrick Mahomes. But if it's Lamar Jackson, mm -hmm. don't pity me. Yep. Don't put me under his thumb. Like, don't, like... Don't give me an excuse. Oh, it's Pat. So? Yeah. I'm Lamar. And I understand where we're coming from because we're coming from a well-educated place. But where Lamar is coming from is twice he's been the best player in football and twice I've been the best player in football. Now, where we're coming from is, yeah, but Lamar, six AFC championships, 14, da 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 But if you Lamar, it's kind of like, man, take them bumpers off. Let me bowl with no bumpers. But don't, don't even give me an excuse. I don't want it. Yeah, and you're right. That's why I said this is not a competitor's mentality, but I'm not playing on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I'm chilling on this desk with this heated blanket and my <laughs> coffee. I'm adding nuance to the situation. But I also think if he beats Pat, oh, you're going to get that treatment. Mm -hmm. If you beat Pat and you go to the Super Bowl, the next time you meet up, we ain't going to be talking about that. Oh. And then the pressure will be real. Yes. So right now there are levels. We talk, we've been talking about this all week. So let's, let's stop trying to drag Patrick Mahomes back down to the field. He's up here. And he hasn't beaten him yet. This is, this is the opportunity. This is what these narratives are made of. This is what these rivalries are made of. So, yes, I hear you. And Lamar should feel that way. And the Ravens should feel that way. All the players should feel that way. If he beats Patrick Mahomes, goes to the Super Bowl, <laughs> he's going to get that for sure. It's going to always be this, Lamar and Pat. Like, this game is bigger than a game. Man. Like, this, this game we talking yes. about, this is a game that dictates the narrative for the next 10, 15, 20, Man. 30 years. Just, Final thoughts. I, I just baby. wish that it wasn't the Chiefs. Which was like the the the, <laughs> the Texans or something, or you know, because I could cheer against them. Yeah. I got I got a lot of relationships with over there, Chiefs. Oh, no. You know, from Patrick, you know, them guys, Travis and Chris Jones, Andy Reid's my guy. Yeah. But I want Lamar to win just for, for bigger than football reasons. Like mm -hmm. like you just talked about earlier, man. Some young black kids, 100%. right, growing up that 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 want to play quarterback, and it's like, oh well, you might not be tall enough. Ah, your arms not big enough. You want to run too much, right? If Lamar win this game, go to the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. it's like this, you, you can't question it no more. Right. Yep. Oh, you a runner? Cool, because runners go to the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. You want to play? Come on. Yep. And it's like he, he can really change the dynamics of things. Even with Michael Vick, when we got him in Philadelphia, like he was known for the running. Mm -hmm. 
But the way he grasped the offense so quick, right, he became a passer with us. We was like, yo, this is Michael Vick. And it was like, yo, anybody can do this because you make him believe. So I just want Lamar to win this game. Well, I would love for him to win this game if it wasn't against the Chiefs. You just hope everyone has a good time on Sunday. Oh, no, I don't know. I want Andy to win. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want Lamar to ball up. Hey, but I want Andy to win. I done walked off the field a couple of NFC championship losing. It ain't. It ain't no fun. It ain't no fun. Well, speaking of the NFC Championship game, that's on the other side. Brock Purdy, is he the biggest concern for the Niners? Quite literally, there will be no more polarizing topic on Monday than the conversation around how Brock Purdy played. It's the biggest topic of discussion that we will have today. It's on the other side of this commercial break. If you walk away, make sure you run back. You can check us out every day. Fox Sports Channel, Sirius XM. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Now, family, everybody is going to tell you that Brock Purdy is the biggest concern for the Niners on Sunday, and rightfully so. But dare I give you another train of thought? Let me submit to something for your consideration, that the Niners' defensive tackles and maybe even their run defense should be on your mind. The Niners allowed a 100-yard rusher for the first time in 44 games last Sunday against the Packers. And now the Lions are coming in with roughly two 1,000-yard rushers in Gibbs, a first-round pick, and Montgomery. So let me show you just very quickly why, in fact, I'm a little bit worried about the Niners. Now, we might be having some tablet issues. So what I'm going to do is head back to the desk, re-show y'all here in a second. No, I'm staying here. I'm staying here. I'm staying here. Um, so I want to show y'all a little bit offensively about what is wrong with the Niners' offensive attack. Here we go. Now, what I really want y'all to see first and foremost is simple. Look at the defensive tackles for the Niners. Look at the – oh, no, you know what? Hey, tablet's malfunctioning. Let's head to the desk. I'll do it. I'll do it shortly thereafter. Doing it shortly thereafter. James Jones – is Purdy the biggest concern for the Niners? Nah, you just finna show defense, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just finna show defense, and you just finna show them big boys moving them boys out of the way. Yes, yeah, sir. That's what Detroit does way better than the Packers, right? And, and I'm Packers through and through. But Detroit, they are a physical football team. So for me, the biggest concern is the defense. Can you stop the Detroit Lions? The Detroit Lions are going to run this football downhill, and they are going to play action pass. And one of the toughest guys to guard in the world, in the slot with a four-way go, in the world, if you don't know what I mean with a four-way go, he could go right, he could stop, he could go left, he could go deep. He is tough to guard, St. Brown, in that slot. And Jared Goff, when he is on schedule, third and four, third and five, and they're able to run this ball, this Detroit Lions team is hard to stop. So for me, my biggest concern is the Niners' defense because the best part about the Detroit Lions football team is their offense. So no, it's not Brock Purdy. It's all about this Niners' defense. Can they slow down the Detroit Lions? How are we talking about anybody other than the quarterback? It's Jared Goff, yeah. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's never been outplayed except for three times. three times. We just talked about Lamar Jackson against Patrick Mahomes. We talked about Patrick Mahomes versus that Ravens defense. Mm -hmm. We talked about the quarterbacks. Yeah. Of course it's Brock Purdy. Mm. Of course it's Brock Purdy. Mm. Why would it not be your quarterback? We're worried about how 
Jared Goff is going to play against this Niners defense, correct? Mm-hmm. That should be a concern. Right? Yeah. But, what do you mean, yeah? No, because yes. I'm saying it's, Brock Purdy threw two interceptions to lose the game against the Vikings, and we came up here talking Steve Wilkes. I hear you. We're going to blame someone else other than Brock Purdy, oh. unless Brock Purdy has a game like he did against the Ravens where there's just nowhere else to go. It should be on the quarterback. That's what this league is about. This is what the marquee is. We're not going to show the um, Niners defensive tackles on the, on the uh, graphics this weekend. It's going to be Brock Purdy and it's going to be Jared Goff. All right? <laughs> that ain't what the middle is. You're not going to be on no 90 number. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's 55, not. 92. <laughs> defensive line. No. And it's, and it's a shame because that they deserve a lot of credit. But that's not what it is. And I, I think Brock Purdy could have an incredible performance this weekend. He's done it before. Yeah. But yes, the, the, the concern for everyone this weekend is how are the quarterbacks going to play? Because those are the guys we're going to watch. Those are the guys we're going to critique. Those are the guys we are going to blame, other than the Niners. And that's what it should be. I mean, Brock Purdy is a young player. 2-5, you played on offense. You won a couple Super Bowls. You know what's at stake right here. Is Brock Purdy your biggest concern? Before I answer this, right, because I want to find the right answer. You know, my, my mom's always tell me, I come home from doing my homework from school, and I'm going to try to find the answer out right away. She's like, oh, let's solve the problem, right? Do the different <laughs> steps. Minus this, times this. Like, all them type yeah, of things. Yeah, show your work. Show your work to find the answer. So let's do that for a second. They had nine pro bowlers, right? Is that correct? Nine all pros. Yeah, all pros, yeah. Oh, I'm tripping. Oh. <laughs> nine all pros at that, okay? Nine all pros? Yeah, seven, I think. Pro? Seven. Cowboys I thought it was pro, it's pro bowlers. Yeah. It's, it's nine pro nine bowlers. Nine pro bowlers. Okay. Cowboys have seven all pros. So my thing is, like, where do you want to search? So let's go to the, let's go to the defense first, yep. right? That's the best part of the team. It's my identity. I like the defense a lot. I, I guess you were about to show you didn't like them. I, I like them. I like them a lot. Secondary, I like them a lot. The linebackers, I mean, you love them a lot. I love the linebackers. And I love linebackers, too. To offense, offensive line, I like, I like them. Mm-hmm. Running back, I love, love running back. I love, love running back. back. The wide receivers, though, yeah. I love them too. Yes, sir. The tight end, oh, you gotta yes. love. Yeah. I love him. What about the, the kicker? Do you care about him? <laughs> what are you gonna talk about the kicker? <laughs> I'm mad at him. Still. It's gotta be the quarterback because if you look at it, this team all year have led the league in yards after the catch. So if I throw you a five-yard pass, but you... I'm going to get you 25. No, no, no. Let's say you take it 60. Oh. Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, yeah. Screen, yeah. right? Two-yard screen to uh, Debo. To the I get the credit for that. Mm-hmm. So we've been giving property all this credit. But then when we look at this last game, uh-huh. right, secondary that covers pretty well, Packers, what do you look like? So how can we even ask who's, who's uh, what's the question again? Who's the biggest concern? <laughs> yeah, it's one concern. It's the quarterback. And I got to put it on him, man. I've seen too much tape on him. Some games he looks really, really good with, with that engine, making it go. And then last week, he looked awful. Yeah. He had about, what, eight plays where he looked really good in that last drive? Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is when we talk about who's the biggest concern, mm-hmm. it's one position. Because they ain't going to drop no picks. That defense is not that good over there in uh, Detroit. They got to catch picks. Mm-hmm. We ain't that good. We can't stop them on anyway. Let's just get picks. <laughs> get the offense on the field. So I'm going Brock Purdy. Here's why I'm going with the defense. The reason I'm going with the defense is <laughs> the defense can keep the Lions in the game. When I was watching that game with the Packers, I you said... You're going Lions oh, defense. <laughs> no, I'm going... <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> you going... You going... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. No, this is my allergy. Y'all don't this. Say that one more again. I'm going with the, the Niners defense. defense. The biggest concern. Yeah. Okay. What I just said. It is still, it's really cold in here, so it might be the weather. <laughs> but no, the reason I'm going with that, that Niners defense is because 
every time it was second and six, you allow the offense to play ahead of the sticks. So when Aaron Jones had a four-yard gain, when he had a six-yard gain, when he had a five-yard gain, the Packers, do we realize they only allowed the Niners one possession in the first quarter? Mm-hmm. Really good. Even if Brock Purdy scores on that one possession, it's just one possession because the Packers' first offensive drive was seven minutes yep. because they went down the field and went down the field and second and short, second and short, second and short, third down conversion. In large part, that was because the Niners' run game was far, far, far too lax. When I tell you all they allowed something for the first time in 44 games, that's not a coincidence. As bad as Brock Purdy played, that wasn't his worst game in 44 games. He played worse against the Ravens. So the reason I'm more imminently and more acutely concerned about the Niners' defense is because the Niners' run defense looked as bad as it's looked to me in a long time, and they're going up against a run offense that is as good as they will face all season, a traditional run offense. I'm not talking about the Ravens' run offense where you have a quarterback that's going to run, you know, the figmented run game. I'm talking about a traditional two-back power lead counter gap scheme. So what the Niners did worst last week, I believe the Lions do best. So – so basically, you trust Brock Purdy to have a better performance than you than you trust the Niners' defensive line to have a great. Yes, performance. yes. You, and tru- I would... you trust you trust not better. You trust Brock to have a great performance more than you trust yes. the Niners' defensive line yeah. to have a great. performance. And I'll even say, and y'all know I love the Niners' defense, so this will sound blasphemous. This will sound blasphemous. Apologizing to apologizing to Fred Warner ahead of time and in advance. I trust the Niners' offense and Purdy to play better than I trust. The Niners' defense against golf in them. Okay, so let me yeah. say this, though, real quick. Because one thing that's, that's in common, right, when they lose, so they, had the four lo- they had four losses this year. Yeah. Brock Purdy's numbers and the four losses, let me see if I got them here. I actually do. And the four losses, he has three touchdowns and ten picks in the four losses. <clears throat> and which, which, which one of them games did we blame on him? Just one. Just the Ravens. Ravens. So that's, what, that's why, for me. But I'm saying, when you look at the, the way they lose, so I always look at, like, how, if we're a good team, how can we lose? They call it self-scouting, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You might have your quarterback's not accurate, you got bad defense, you got bad pass, whatever it may be. Turn it over. So when I watch the, the, the Niners, how can you beat this good team, Niners? Got to turn him over. The quarterback. Yeah. Make him turn the ball over because he's going to give you some. That's when they lose because when he don't do that, they don't never lose. Yeah. I guess, it's, I guess it's interesting. I'm speaking from my bias as a defender, and I will always acknowledge the vantage point from which I'm coming from. When you and you, when Joy and Shady watched the, the Bengals game, they saw Brock Purdy's two interceptions. When I watched the Bengals game, I saw Joe Burrow's 400 yards of offense. When I watched the Bengals game as a defender, I saw the fact that the Bengals only punted twice, and they didn't punt until the second half. So I, I acknowledge, like, my bias, when I look at football, I look at it from a defensive lens. So when I'm watching the Lions, when I'm watching last week's Niners game versus the Packers, I understand how bad Brock Purdy's playing, and I acknowledge that. I said he didn't play well. But I'm also like, man, Chase Young, if you don't realize this crack toss is coming, Jameer Gibbs is going to take it to the crib. Like, there is a, defend, there's a wide receiver right here, and he's not there to say hello to you. He is there to crack you as soon as the ball says hut. And so I I will always acknowledge I'm coming from my bias. But when I watch the Vikings game, I'm like, come on, Wilkes, bro. You let him score right before half. But that's because I've always watched the game of football as a defender because I've played the game of football as a defender. Plus, I have higher expectations of Fred Warner and of Dre Greenlaw and of Traverius Ward and of Nick Bosa than I do of Brock Purdy. And I I think that's what it comes down to. I I had the opportunity to play with two Hall of Famers, two two special players in Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and I knew if they didn't play well, we're not going to win. So I can't be concerned or I can't have pressure over Brock Purdy. That's why nobody ever blames him when they lose because – 
He's not the best player on the team. If, they, if, if he plays bad, sometimes they might win. If he plays average, sometimes they might win. If the defense plays bad, they're not going to win no football games, no matter how good Brock Purdy plays. So that's why, for me, like, I can't be concerned about him because, number one, it ain't never his fault. You know what I'm saying? And number two, he ain't the best player on his team, not let alone his team, his offense. You know? So for me, that's why I say the defense because it's never on him. And if the defense plays bad, which this defense is built off of, that's what I learned from y'all, which this defense is built off, they win football games. If they, if they don't play, then they lose football games. So that's why it's not on Brock Purdy. And when I watch Josh Allen, I'm like, come on, Josh, you got to make that play. Your team going to lose. When I watch Aaron Rodgers, come on, 12, like, we're going to lose. You bet you wake up. Well, Purdy, it ain't like that. Are we going to keep this in Come on, defense. On come on, come on, defense. Hey, Brock Purdy struggling. Let's go. <laughs> it ain't on him. And that's just how it is. So I can't be concerned about him when after this game, if he goes out here and he plays average, we're not going to talk Purdy. But yes, if they lose, are. If they lose, if they lose this football game, Acho gonna come up here on Monday and he's gonna say, Let me show you Chase Young. <laughs> <laughs> he can't give up the edge on this. Look at Jameer again. That, that's what we're gonna talk about. And if he wins the game, Acho gonna come up here and he's gonna say, Ooh, Purdy made some throws that I got. Are we gonna keep is. the same energy on Monday? Are we gonna talk about how great the defense was against Jared Goff? Or are we gonna say that, J- that Brock Purdy outplayed Jared Goff? If the Niners win. Yeah. Oh, we're going to say Brock Purdy outplayed golf. Yeah. So then why are we talking about the defense for? Because if they lose, that's what we talk about. But that's I guess, not how that works. This, like, yeah, that's, that's not how that works. Is it more, do y'all think it's more blessing or curse? Because think about Brock Purdy. Uh, obviously, I'm a huge, 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 huge fan of him. But and he's the, a good football But the majority player. of the world kind of says it's not Brock Purdy, it's the rest of the team. Is it more blessing or curse for Brock Purdy? Because... Even if Brock Purdy goes out there and throws for four touchdown passes and 350 yards, people will still say it was now screens. Look at the Yak. Look at Debo. Look at Kittle. So Purdy won't get credit by the masses. Obviously, he will by me, but by the masses. And Purdy won't really get blamed by the masses. So, Joy, do you think it's more blessing or curse? Because y'all are right. It's not fair. But in the same breath, Purdy was balling all season, and we questioned his MVP worthiness because of everybody around him. So it's not as though Purdy is the beneficiary of all this. He also has to continue to prove himself, even if he balls. No, he's contributing to these wins. That's why he's in the MVP conversation, because he plays the most important position, and he's playing it at a very high level. Mm -hmm. The question is, the reason why people are questioning it is when we talk about why they're supposed to win or why they're going to win this game, his name isn't the first name that comes up. It ain't the second, third, fourth, fifth, fifteenth name that comes up. It's the whole defense that we're talking about before we ever even get to Brock Purdy. So how does Brock Purdy then get the credit when we are we are saying that the reason that they're going to win is how their defense plays? That just shows you where he's actually positioned. Even people that like Brock Purdy, like you, are talking about the defense first. So I don't a blessing or curse, whatever. Who cares? If he wins the game, he's playing in the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter what any of us think. That's where he's going to be, and he'll have an opportunity to win the biggest game in the sport. So it doesn't. It truly doesn't matter what the viewpoint is. You are what you are until you're not. So he can play a certain type of way and win the game. <clears throat> and yes, he should. He should give some of that credit to everybody else because if they lose, the blame doesn't go to him. Oh. So until until the blame goes to him, the credit can't all the way go to you either. That's just yeah. it's an, that's it's how a, that works. It's an absolute blessing. Lamar Jackson on Sunday is going to be sitting in that locker room, and if he don't play his best, they lose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen last week was sitting in that locker, and if he didn't play their best, where Josh Allen at right mm-hmm. now? 
Right? But, I, but let me one or two. But let me ask you something. Let me crib. let me push your train of thought forward, because Lamar Jackson <clears throat> is going to win an MVP mm-hmm. about as unanimously as possible yeah, yeah. off of shady what twenty seven total touchdowns, yeah. something like that. Something like that. Yep. Brock Purdy had 36, and we're thanking God he didn't win it. Like, the world is like, oh, thank God we ain't got to give this little rinky-dink Purdy. Lamar will win an MVP off 27 touchdowns. So, to your point, Lamar will get the curse of if he loses, we will all blame him. Mm -hmm. But Lamar, nobody's questioning his MVP in this very pedestrian season when he has the number one defense in football. Josh Allen is a top three quarterback, and he's been to an AFC championship game, a championship game less than Brock Purdy, and Purdy's been in the league two years, but Josh Allen is still top three. So, we don't question Josh. I think that, too, comes with the territory. Yeah, and we don't question him because we know Brock Purdy ain't even in a, in a category. Yeah, number correct. one. Yeah. Correct. Um, number two, we've seen Lamar Jackson against the 49ers. And whether he threw one touchdown, ran for one touchdown, threw zero touchdown, he was clearly mm-hmm. the best player on the football field. Mm-hmm. We've seen Lamar Jackson all year long. And, yes, people want to go straight to stats, but he was clearly the best player on the football field when they, when they took, the, took the field to Baltimore Ravens. So, for me, that's why he's in the MVP conversation, not just numbers. And then, again, you look at the guys that was in – we've seen the list. The only person up there with big-time numbers besides a running back, and we know they ain't going to give it to a running back, is Josh Allen. And we know how his team started off. So – what Lamar has done consistently this year is why he's in there, but we do know that Brock Purdy is not even in the conversation with the quarterbacks you just said before you said Purdy's name. Let me go to uh, back. I hurt my heart. He said that. I hurt my heart. Too much bass in your voice. Relax. Just saying. Relax. Get all, get rid of all that baritone, oh, Barry White. Sir. All right, when we return, <laughs> elite quarterback versus elite defense. Patrick Mahomes, Ravens defense, the best quarterback in football, the best defense in football. Who do we have more confidence in? Family, the whole season boils down to six hours of football. Let's give you a 90-minute preview on the other half of this commercial break. That's next. Speak. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Family, we're in third and long. It's the biggest topic of the day. Patrick Mahomes is trying to make history. You all, we are witnessing history. This is a show that we will remember for a long time because that Ravens defense, they got a tough task. Now, y'all saw they picked off Brock Purdy in their toughest task of the season thus far four times. But what will they do against Lamar? Bring us on camera, Shady. Let me talk to you, big dog. Ravens, number one scoring defense. Number five total defense. Led the league, I believe, in sacks. Led the league in turnovers. They are the best defense in football. I love me the Niners. But as an objective fan of defense, the Ravens are better than everybody. But Pat's better than everybody. Unstoppable force, immovable object. These are my favorite matchups. Who you putting your money on? More faith in Pat or the Ravens defense? I'm going with the the best player in football, Patrick Mahomes. I'm going with the most successful team in the last... Five, six years. The Chiefs. We want Patty Mahomes. You got Andy Reid. How can, you, how can you go against that? Last week I said the same thing, man. There's no way you can go against Patrick Mahomes. Even though they should lose the game to the Bills. Better team. They're, better, they're playing better. I look at the Ravens. Better team. Playing well. And then you look at the defense. This defense is crazy. This defense crazy. is like the old Ravens defense. Yep. Right? Where we remember the T. Suggs, Ed Reed. Remember the Ray Lewis. What's the big dude in the middle of the big Samoan? Hello. 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 Right? Yeah. Ooh. 
I talk, I talk about him before. My neck is still <laughs> Anyway, so I, it's hard to go against the Ravens, but you got to when you talk about Patrick Mahomes. He's the only guy on the field playing. That's the most clutch and most comfortable. Yeah. We down 10. Mm. We down 20. Mm. Third, fourth quarter. I'm cool. I'm chilling. I got this. That's how good he is. And he's been there before. Mm. We've been there before when uh, 2019 when I was over there. We was losing to the... Texas. Texas, we was getting smoked by the Texans. And this is Deshaun Watson was like, Deshaun Watson, yeah, not this yeah. issue now. Randy and we came all the way back. So I'll just say this, man. I think the Ravens' defense is really, really good. I just, it's hard to go against Patrick Mahomes and what he knows, what he's done, where he came from. So you were giving me Patrick Mahomes huh. or the Ravens' defense. It's crazy we even laughing at this right here, though. Like, I'm, it's it like, is close, though. It is close. It's close. It's close because the Ravens' defense is really like that. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, comparison is the thief of yeah, joy. Yeah. So, but you, you give me Mahomes versus pretty much anything at this point in life, I'm going to have to go with Mahomes. Like, Mahomes, if it's on the football field, I got to go Mahomes. Like, Mahomes, Godzilla, is it on the football field? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I got to see what Patty got for him. Like, it's, it's really beginning to that point. This AFC, getting to this AFC championship game, after all the, the, the dirt we done shoveled on the Chiefs this year, all the questions, the... the they can't fix it. Yeah, it can't I, be fixed. I'm very Kelsey's loss. Like, we, we said some wild things about the Chiefs because they had a really rough season. And here they are in the AFC Championship game again. Yeah, so. It's, so it's. Uh, wait, so on the football field, if Patrick Mahomes goes against Zeus. Is it Is it On the football field, Patrick Mahomes or Thanos? <laughs> yo, they yo. They did end up getting Thanos eventually. It ain't easy, though. No, it was one. rough. We, had a, we, we lost a couple, but. Yeah. Yeah. Let me say, obviously, I'm biased. I just talked to you all about it. Let me say that I'm more confident, more faith in the Ravens' defense. Mm. And the reason is, like, it's hard for me to find a weak link. You're not going to run the ball on the Ravens' defense. You're not going to air it out with Kyle Hamilton in the back end. You got the best line, second-best linebacking core in football and Patrick Crean and Roquan Smith. Look at you. They're the fastest <laughs> linebacking core in football. Hold up. You just, yeah, you just something. You gave everybody a whole spill about, I look at things as a defensive player. They, okay, they, Yo! I, nice. okay, I, will, I will say it like this. I will say it like this. Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith, Man. I voted both of them as first team all pro. Okay, thank you. I'm, I'm <laughs> I put them both as first team all pro. So you got maybe the best linebacking core in football, but y'all know where my allegiance stands. To me, I got to go with the Ravens defense because it's not a fluke. Mm-hmm. 17 games this year, 18 yeah. games this year. It's not a fluke. The, the Texans last week, y'all do realize the Texans last week, didn't score on offense. Yeah. yeah. Family, they're in the playoffs. They didn't score on offense. They got a field goal, and they got a punt return for a touchdown. They did not score a touchdown. The great C.J. Stroud, Crazy. the brilliant offensive mind Bobby Slowick, they didn't score a touchdown yeah. in 60 minutes. Mm. It's not a coincidence. Now, Patrick Mahomes is better than C.J. Stroud. Of course. Andy Reid is better than Bobby Slowick. Of course, but... Patrick Queen, Roquan Smith, yeah. Madhu BK, uh, Kyle Hamilton, like, these dudes is on their jobs, yeah, they on their jobs. So it's not a coincidence, these 18 games that they have been stout this season. Yeah, it's My dog. It sounds like you got the, the Ravens yeah. winning, it sounds like to me. Six straight. <laughs> sound, you got them boys winning it, what you're talking. It sounds like, hey, I, I hope you're right, my dog. I hope you're right. But 
I ain't trying Patty Mahomes no more. <laughs> <laughs> I stood up here, man, and I buried Patty Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Travis Kelsey is having his worst year of his career, dropping the football and all that. It was all this. I mean, we had so many segments about the Chiefs, man. Are they done? Is this dynasty over? This, that, that. And here is Patrick Mahomes, man. So I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. I just cannot go against Patty Mahomes. I mean... He basically just telling me, J.J., I hear you talking up here on TV. Shut up, bro. I know the receivers dropped a couple passes. Travis Kelsey dropped a couple. Don't trip. We're going to be in this game. You're talking about six straight AFC appearances. Yeah. Two, three Super Bowl appearances. No doubt. Two Super Bowl MVPs. Yes, sir. Two Super Bowl rings. 100%. Two regular season MVPs. All true. You know, and it's crazy because, you know, I was talking, I was on the herd, and they had brought this up. They said they did a study on Patrick Mahomes, all right, on his heart rate. And they said Patrick Mahomes' heart rate only goes up when he on the sideline and he can't help. One minute left in the game, hit ball in his hands. They say my dog heart rate drops. Like, this is what I do. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> The question for me, though, is how. That's my question, is how. Because, like, last year against the Eagles, Eagles yeah. have that number eight scoring defense, which is a far cry from number one, mind you. Yeah. Number eight scoring defense. Andy Reid, he had two weeks to cook him up. He cooked him up. Yes, boom, did. boom, boom. Touchdown, touchdown. Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony. Against the San Francisco 49ers when Patrick Mahomes won his first Super Bowl, that Niners defense, again, I think they have the fifth or sixth scoring defense, so they were a top-tier defense. But Andy Reid, two weeks off. It was he good. cooked him up. Found a way. But keep in mind, that Niners defense threw two and a half quarters of play. Like, they did what they could do. Locked them down. But then Tyreek Hill, et cetera. My question for you all is how? Like, is MBS about to go? How? Because they're not going to bust coverages. Like, when Travis Kelsey got wide open against the Buffalo Bills, that's not happening against yeah. the Ravens. Why not? not busting. To me, they don't bust coverages. Yeah. Now, I love Poyer and I love Hyde. You know that. I think those two dudes are brilliant. But the Ravens don't give you anything cheap, and they don't give up anything expensive. Yeah. So I'm just wondering how. I heard that, but, I mean, everything's different. You talk about pressure. You talk about the, the, the type of game it might be. You know, when, when, when it gets, the game gets tough, you start thinking more. Oh, uh, bust coverage. Like, Poirier and, and Mike is, is like super, that. Not only are good, good corner or safeties, but they're super intelligent and smart. Mm -hmm. So for you to say that the Ravens might not, you, you, we don't know that. And they ain't playing against Patrick Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey. The thing is, like, when you prepare for a team like this, you got to look for so many things. And not just the players and the coach. Andy Reid's that good, that's smart. Talk about adjustments? He adjusts so quick, so fast. Oh, they doing that? Hold up. Do this. Like, he's that smart, he's that good, so... It's just hard. Where, uh, let me ask you, because going into the Bills game, you said it and you called it. You said A.J. Klein, the Bills starting linebacker, he was on the couch two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Bills had injuries. They had to bring in A.J. Klein off the, mm -hmm. off, uh, off of the streets. Where's the weak link? The, the Bills had deficiencies defensively. They had plenty of them. Yeah. Their pass rush, deficient. Linebacking sure. core, deficient. Yeah. Other co outside cornerback, deficient. Safeties, older and slower, though they're, they're still very cerebral players. I'm just wondering, Man. where are the Ravens' deficiencies? Defensive tackle got 13 sacks, Matubike. Yeah. Defensive end at Avian Clowney got nine sacks. I just told you about their backers. Kyle Hamilton's an all-pro safety who can come down and play the slot nickel cornerback position. Where's, where's the deficiency? But see, that's, that's the crazy thing about this whole thing, man, because no, if you're not a Chiefs fan, nobody in the world should be picking the Kansas City Chiefs. They do nothing better than the Baltimore Ravens. Literally. Literally nothing. Literally nothing. And it's one reason why we're picking them. 
And that's how. <laughs> and, and that's it. One five is trotting out there. Unless, I ain't even going to say it. One five is trotting out there. And that is how that this possibly can get done. You cannot look on the paper and say, oh, yeah, defense. Yeah. No. The Ravens are clearly the better team with a quarterback playing at a high level. But we still sitting up here, and there's certain people up here on this desk that's still going to pick the Chiefs. And there's certain people that's not a Chiefs fan that's still going to rock with Patty. And that is how. That's crazy. It's, I love this. I love this show. I love this game. I love NFL Sunday that is coming up. But most importantly, I love the next segment because it's Friday Flowers. Joy handing out flowers to the unsung heroes in sports. The greatest stories that you haven't yet heard about, she will highlight. You do not want to miss it. Next on Speak. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS162 or MS170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back, family. A phenomenal show tipped off with Friday Flowers. Joy, what you got for us this week? We have got some women's college basketball. Dawn Staley has South Carolina at the top of the sport. Caitlin Clark might be the best player in the country, but... Might. Okay. <laughs> I, love the, I love the endorsement, Shady. South Carolina has the best team, though. They proved that last night, beating LSU in Baton Rouge. Staley's squad is ranked number one in the country. They're the only remaining undefeated team in the nation. South Carolina has been to the last three Final Fours, winning a title in that stand. Also, Staley went to three straight Final Fours as a player. So flowers to Don Staley for being a baller on the court and the coach. I'm looking forward to March Madness. Staying on the court, LeBron James. We didn't have enough accomplishments yet. He is now the most tenured all-star in NBA history. This will be Braun's 20th all-star game, Jeez. passing Kareem's 19 appearances for most all-time. He hasn't missed the all-star game since his rookie year and has won all-star MVP three times. This year, he'll start alongside KD, Jokic, Luka, SGA in Indy. So flowers to LeBron. Staying in L.A., this is a fun story. We all know Snoop as a rapper and celebrity, and his latest movie cast him as a youth football coach, something he knows a lot about. So the Texans' C.J. Stroud played for the Pomona Steelers in the Snoop Youth Football League, and Snoop had a, quote, proud father moment watching Stroud win his first playoff game in his rookie year. Packers wide receiver Romeo Dobbs is also a Snoop League alum. With those and other success stories already in motion, he is now partnering with the Chargers and part of our Speak family, TJ Hushmanzada, to launch a new league, the Snoop and Hoosh Flag Football League. So the inaugural season starts in March. So if you're in the Southern California area, you have a baller, you want to get registered, boys and girls, pre-K through eighth graders are welcome. So flowers to Snoop and Hoosh for their league. Is this Snoop and uh, TJ's way of trying to like train these kids for the Olympics? Y'all know the Olympics officially have flag football? I think they might uh, be Listen, like, the, yes, they are going to be in, <laughs> like flag football is going to be in the Olympics. I'm very excited about it. I think it's great. And yeah, some of them probably will play in the uh, in the Olympics. Two, in flag five, football. you play flag? Did you grow up playing flag? Flag football? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I didn't grow up playing flag, but my kids did. And it's 
Flag football is good for the kids. It is. Because it's really, really hard to pull a flag, right? Let alone tackle somebody, but it's even harder to pull a flag. And your eyes got to be on them flags, on them hips to grab them. So now when you get in the tackle, you're so used to looking at them hips and wrapping them hips up, grabbing that flag. Mm. It helps them tackle. It's so. also great for young players because it definitely limits some yeah. of the no head trauma that you're going to have right. playing tackle football at a very young age. You learn the fundamentals. Okay. Great for girls. By the way, check my socials later. I have an announcement on flag football myself. There you go. You, you trying for the Olympics? I am not going anything other than Pilates and the elliptical. It's not out. about me, Let me find, <laughs> at all. Let me find out. Oh, a little breaking news for the Niners. Debo Samuel officially off of the injury report, which means mm. he is playing versus the Lions. That is no small announcement. That is huge. If you're a gambler, pay attention to the next block on the other side of the break. And if you want to know who's going to win, this matters. This is urgent, urgent, urgent news on the other side of this commercial break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Huge news for the 49ers. It's breaking news. Debo Samuel officially off of the injury report. If you are a gambler, you better play close attention to that fact. Debo Samuel, he will play versus the Lions in the biggest game of the Niners season, the biggest game of Brock Purdy's career. Let me contextualize this for y'all. Debo Samuel on the field, Niners average 7.1 yards a play. Debo Samuel off the field, Niners average 5.7 yards a play. Acho, that sounds marginal. Why are you bring that up? 1.4 yards per play, that's the difference. Over the course of 64 plays, which is what the Lions, the Niners played last game, that's 90 yards. 90 yards, on average, you have about 350. So we're talking about 35% differentiation of the Niners' offense when Debo plays yeah. and when Debo doesn't play. There is no bigger story that you will hear today than the fact that Debo is playing. James, you played receiver. Yeah, yeah. You understand how this helps the quarterback, yeah. how his absence hurts the quarterback. What's this mean for the Niners? This is huge, and it's not just for the quarterback. It's for the coach, too, Cal Shanahan. When you see Debo go out that ball game, he look at his play call sheet and he say, can't run that. Nah, can't run that neither. Nope, can't run that neither. Nah, can't run that neither. <laughs> No circles ooh, on there. Ooh, can't run that. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no circles because we can't run that. Can't run that neither. Uh, ooh. Rock Purdy out there, that's the circle. We in trouble. <laughs> no, Debo's huge. I mean, for the offensive coordinator, everything on that playbook is open now. Obviously, Brock Purdy, yes, he does take some shots down the field, but when it all fails, where's Debo? Find him, get this football out of my hands fast, and that's the way even Kyle Shanahan calls the game. This is huge for the Niners. I mean, and we all know he's a tough tackle. I was, Like I said, I was screaming at the TV when he touched the ball before he got hurt. Please tackle, tackle, tackle. So this is, this is a big, big time. Joy, what's to do for your confidence? Debo Samuel back. He's a nice security blanket. I won't say that he's Brock's security blanket because McCaffrey's still there, and I think that's the true security blanket. But what does this do for your confidence in the Niners going into this game? I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to be petty today. It's Friday. We just we having a nice show. We all getting along. Yeah. I, ain't, I ain't going to bring up those three games when um, McCaffrey oh. was out there and Debo wasn't there. Ooh. I mean, <clears throat> it, slipped, it slipped out. Yeah. <laughs> you want the best players available. Debo is one of the best players in the league. This is great news for everyone. We want to see the best versus the best. No doubt. And as James clearly lined out in, in the playlist, 
<laughs> Blaze can't run without Debo. So yes, look, I understand there were there was a there was questions answered last week, right? Despite the way that Brock Purdy played, can he win without Debo? That sounded really good. Like it, it read really good on Twitter. Like ah, haters. Blah, blah, blah. Cool. You feel better, Debo, out there? Yep. Much. Much better. Yes. Is, okay, you won without Debo, <laughs> but you want Debo out there for the oh, NFC Championship game. This is more than a, a security blanket. Debo is a great player. You very clearly, very eloquently, might I add, because that was a lot of numbers, but I followed it very, very easily. So it was a great layout by you. A big margin of their offense lies at the feet of Debo Samuel. And really at the feet, because those yards after the catch are mm-hmm. super important. So it's great that he's going to be available. Changes the game. Shady, take us into the mentality, because you walked onto the field as a superstar, but you walked onto the field with superstars. Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin, Michael Vick, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, amongst others. When you got your dog with you, what does that do both on the field and then from a mentality perspective with Debo coming back, how does that elevate the game? Well, let's just stick with the, the Niners, because when he's playing, they're averaging 31 points a game, right? When he's not playing, they're averaging 17. Oh, when, when you have... A dude like Debo, where most would say that probably the most viable player would be other than uh, Brock Purdy, but it would be for that team, it would be um, Christian McCaffrey, right? But when you really watch the, the Niners, when they have them stall out moments, when they can't really get going, they go to Debo, right? And you'll throw him a little screen, a little pass, he'll break a tackle, right? Run somebody over, and he gets the whole thing going. I really want to say gets the whole thing popping. And that's what type of player he is. He, he gets the morale of the team up. He, he gets the juices flowing for everybody, and I just think that when he's not there, you, you don't have that. When you need to play, when you talk about yards after catch, he leads the team in that for a reason. You don't have to be, when you have a guy like, like Debo, you don't have to be perfect. You gave him the ball and let him do his thing. And I just like you can't replace that. So having him back is big and it's tremendous for that team. Transitioning now to the AFC side of things, because we're just talking about the Niners. That's a big time matchup. But Lamar has a big time matchup. Yeah, not only does yeah. he have a big time matchup, it's more than just a football game. Because when I think about Lamar Jackson, I'm thinking about the fact that his legacy is on the line. Like, y'all aren't just watching 60 minutes of football play. We're going to talk about this topic, this block. Y'all aren't just watching 60 minutes of football play. Y'all are literally watching someone create his Hall of Fame resume. You're mm. witnessing his Hall of Fame speech. You're witnessing the, the, the statistics that will forever go into his Hall of Fame shrine. That's what's at stake when you're talking about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens this game. So, James, let me ask you first. What would a win mean for Lamar's legacy? I mean, a win and, and, and on the way to the Super Bowl would really just solidify him being the first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, right now, I still think that, you know, I think he's going to the Hall of Fame, but first ballot, that's a little different. You know, when the very first five years after you're done, we ain't even asking no questions. Knock on the door, you know that's coming. I think this right here for Lamar Jackson, that's what that solidifies. If he can get this one done and get to a Super Bowl, he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. In my humble opinion, whether he wins it or loses it, he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. So this is a legacy Oof. moment for him. I think that's what that means, man, to knock on the door in five years whenever he is done playing. You know, it's already going to be there for him. So you're saying that this game... Hall of Fame first ballot is first on the line. First ballot. First, with what Lamar Jackson has meant to this game, with what Lamar Jackson has done, and he's just really <laughs> getting started. He's going to do more. You beat Patrick Mahomes and get to a Super Bowl. To me, this solidifies you a first ballot Hall of That's Fame. Good. That's good. That's good. That's heavy. That first ballot knock is strong, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. But, but he going he to be sitting in there. like There's a lot of people sitting there like, I don't know if I'm let's pray. He's going to be sitting there like, hey, yeah. For me, it it solidifies dual threat 
quarterbacks. Yeah. If he makes it to the Super Bowl and beats Patrick Mahomes on his way there with two league MVPs, it's going to change how I talk about quarterbacks. Everyone else can do what they Everybody. want. But I will be including rushing yards when I talk about a quarterback stat. I'll be including rushing touchdowns when I talk about how many touchdowns did they have. The last I checked, the yards count the same. The last I checked, the points count the same. And for a very long time, we have always kept those separate. Okay, how many, quarterback, how many touchdowns did they have this year? Yeah. Oh, they had so-and-so. No, 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 no. How many total touchdowns did they have? That's going to matter because throughout Lamar Jackson's entire career, before he even got drafted, there were questions about is his style going to work? Is it going to translate to winning? And can he win at a high level? Well, not only do we know that you can be the best player in the league multiple times playing the way that Lamar Jackson plays, but now this, is, this can get you to a Super Bowl. And last year we had a quarterback who was an all-pro in the MVP conversation who was a running quarterback being the Super Bowl as well. So this is shifting the narrative, but it's also now fundamentally a fact that you can win with a quarterback that we think is a run-first quarterback. I think that's monumentally effective on the, the sport. Like, it is a shift that we have to recognize and absorb into how we evaluate quarterbacks. Yes, you can be a pass-first quarterback and have an immense amount of success in this league. We know that that's what the standard has been. But you can also play another way and have a, a high level of success, and we can't keep separating the two or making these exceptions or moving no. around the statistics to validate it. It just is where the league is right now, and Lamar Jackson is leading that. So two MVPs, getting to the Super Bowl, beating Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship game, of course, it's super important to his legacy and the Hall of Fame and, and everything that you guys said. But I also really, truly believe it is monumental yeah. to where the game is going and shifting how guys will be drafted, yep. how they will be evaluated, what younger players will start to develop into. So I think it is – it's almost – Steph Curry-esque, like the shift that I think will happen if Lamar does this. Shady, in talking to you yesterday, walking down towards uh, the dressing rooms post-show and you, James Jones, I think we were all having a conversation. It got me to what I'm about to say. If Lamar Jackson beats Patrick Mahomes, he's the second greatest quarterback in football. But here's my why, because we rank quarterbacks based upon their relevance to Patrick Mahomes. I think about it like the sun. Our planets are listed in order of their proximity to the sun. Patrick Mahomes is the sun. To me, Joe Burrow's the second-best quarterback in football because he beat Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen became a great quarterback when he almost outdueled Patrick Mahomes. It's your relevance and your proximity to the sun that dictate the order in our solar system. It's your relevance and your proximity to Patrick Mahomes that actually dictate your greatness. The reason we haven't had up until this season Lamar Jackson in our top three or top four quarterback conversations He's never played Pat in the playoffs. So we do not know his proximity to the greatest star, the most bright star in our football solar system, Patrick Mahomes, because we haven't seen it. We know how close Joe Burrow is. Oh, he beat him. He's second. We know how close Josh Allen is. Oh, he almost beat him. He's third. But we don't know where to place Lamar Jackson because he's not in our solar system because he hasn't come near the sun. But he's about to go up against the greatest star in the NFL solar system, which is Patrick Mahomes. You beat Pat. Now you jump to second because it's all about your proximity to Mahomes. When Jalen Hurts truly cemented his greatness was when he almost beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Then all the doubts, at least for last season, dissipated. So in my mind, if Lamar beats Pat, he jumps to second because quarterback rankings are all about their proximity to the greatest star, which is Patrick Mahomes. Shady, what's Lamar's legacy? What happens on Sunday? What, a win, what would a win mean? Real quick, though, before I give you the answer, let's say Lamar loses and he plays really, really well. Because Jalen Hurts, I mean, I always thought he was really, really good, right? 
the Super Bowl, it, it did something to me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I felt even better about Jalen Hurts, the way he played. We lost, but the way he played, I'm like, yo, if we get this for the next four or five years, we good. Does that matter at all? A thousand percent. Same thing with Josh Allen. When jo- Josh's greatest win was a loss to Patrick Mahomes. The greatest win in, in our narrative mind for yeah. Josh Allen was a loss right. versus Pat. So even if he loses, the greatest narrative win in our mind for Jalen Hurts was a loss to Patrick Mahomes. It's not going to matter to the world, though. No, but to, I think in our mind, I, I, I think know. in our mind. I don't know, man. He it depends. Take heat. depends on the way he plays. Patty. I don't know. He's never done this well in the playoffs yet, jo- uh, Lamar. Lamar. Mm-hmm. He's never Jets. played well in the playoffs. Let's say he balled out. We already know what he is in the regular season. He's a beast. If he plays like that, if he plays the same way he plays against the, against the Niners. Oh, fair. Nah, Even the Niners. And they lose. And they lose. You ain't going to be like, yo, they lost, but bro was going crazy. He was this, he was that. Think about it, though, for a second. I agree with that. Even the Texans, he played the way he did with the Texans Four game. touchdowns, no Four turnovers. Pass and running. Josh Allen left Patrick Mahomes 13 seconds, James. I know. One, two, <laughs> three. 13 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I, I think that matters. Uh, yeah, how, how I think looks. it does also. To us, to the world, he lost. Well, listen. To Patty. Nah. We are, we are he, powerful. He could not get it done. <laughs> we can talk about it. I can see it right now. He could not get it done. Maybe on the last drive, if he was just a throwing quarterback, it could make. It's going to I'm telling you, he yeah. has to win, man. Yeah. I mean, they got the better team. They're at home. Got a, God, an amazing, amazing defense. They should win this game. They should win it. Like, like, like really quick, 13 seconds, mm-hmm. right? And whenever we talk about that game, we say, Josh left him too much time. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We talk about the game, we say Josh can't beat Pat. No, 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 we don't no. say Buffalo. Yo, 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 yo. We say Buffalo. We don't say no. We don't say that. Josh left that man 13 None of us saw that 13 seconds. Don't change your voice. Too much time. Yeah, but before that, we ain't do that. Yeah, I mean, believing with his voice. And what did we say? It ain't even happy like that. What do we say, though? When we talk about that we say Josh can't beat Patty. We don't say Buffalo. We we know it was 13 seconds. I think that's more of he beats him. More than once in the playoffs. Yeah, we have some other examples. He came in the crib and beat him. Bro, we all know that game came out at 13 seconds. Damn, why you change your voice like that? We say, Josh, yo, I don't lie to Now, your kids, you got two boys, right? Two little boys. I know, when they was little boys, like little, little, you probably did so, told the best stories. So, what Dad, can we get a story before we go to bed? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give it to him, too. Because this football game. Don't tell your mom. <laughs> 13 seconds. That's a, I, I, I got that from... Hey, don't tell your mom. That's one of them, like, Rocky movies. <laughs> you can't win. You got to dig deep. <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> so, James, that's not how it happened. Uh, 13 seconds, man. Uh, when we return, family, we got about five minutes left uh, for y'all. It's more than 13 man. seconds. Chiefs, okay, Ravens, uh, Lions, Niners, our predictions. Who? Who wins and why? It all comes down to the last block of this show. Everything has culminated to the next thoughts after this commercial break. It's next on Speed. Make sure you play this week's Fox Super Six free to play game. Download the Fox Sports app and enter for free for your chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. 
Family, we are in our hurry-up offense. It all comes down to this. The entire show, really the entire season, culminates to the conversation we're going to have over the next three and a half minutes as we put time on the clock. James Jones, we are two days away from the championship games. Chiefs, Ravens, who wins and why? I got the Chiefs, Ravens. I got Baltimore, man. I got Baltimore. This got to be Lamar's time, like I said before. He has the better football team. And as I sit here and say it, I'm scared as I look. <laughs> I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson, the better football team, top to bottom. You said all that about not taking against Mahomes. I know. I know. <laughs> um, I'm also going with the Ravens, mostly because of the Ravens' defense. But I also think that Lamar, it just feels like his time. He's going to have an opportunity to go out there and, and shine. They are at home. Again, I say it with all of the same fear (laughs) that James has about picking against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. We'll see on Monday, but I'm going with the Ravens. I'm going with the Ravens Mm -hmm. because I do think Lamar Jackson wins a Super Bowl in his career, and I think this is the one. This is the time. I don't think that, like, Lamar is going to go to five or six or seven or eight. I don't think that happens. I think he's going to win a Super Bowl in his career. I think we're going to look back and say, man, Lamar Jackson got him one. Good. And I think this will be the one that Lamar Jackson got him. Keep in mind, Mohan, these are subject to change. Shane, you you locked in in with that picture? You're not just here. I said, 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 keep in mind, these are subject to change. He's taking them right. I'll say this. Um. You want to pick a win? It's a tough game. You got, you got. No, no, no. Hey, hey, great quarterbacks playing. You got the Ravens that, look, look. Number one in defense. Number one in they get sacked. Number one in sacks. Number one in turnovers. You got Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. It's going to be a tough game. I don't know who to pick. I guess I'll be calling for my leg. You know who I'm picking? Hey, oh, girl, don't have money. Don't, don't hey. that don't understand what's yes. going on here. Shady and Emmanuel have money on our oh. overall picks. <laughs> I am closely behind them, but won't be able to catch them likely. And James has unfortunately been out that. of it for a couple weeks. They have some money on it. So I'll Shady is not revealing game. his yeah. pick as a strategy. Why? For that. No, 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 strategy. Yeah. No. no, 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 no. Why? Tell people why. Uh, okay, because Emmanuel will be knowing things. Cheating. <laughs> 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 so they've gotten a little strategic yeah. with their picks, and Shady is no longer trusting of the authenticity yeah. of these conversations. Shady, here's what you know. I'm picking the Niners. Yeah. That will not change that stuff. That's done. That's set in stone. You, you, you be lying. I'm <laughs> not, I ain't heard that. I'm serious. No, I don't know. So you want to talk about that game? Yeah. Go you ahead. Go ahead. Do the run around. <laughs> I got Detroit. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Detroit in this football game. I got Jared Goff run game from the Detroit Lions. I like Detroit in this one right here. I am also going with Detroit. Mm. Oh. Shady, who you like? Nope. Niners? <laughs> yeah, he just took the Niners. I'm going with the Niners. Bang, bang. It's stuck. Yo. That one is stuck. If y'all hear it with all y'all watching, Hold on, that one Hold is on, stuck. No. You really put your reputation on the line right now because if you end up changing last I won't minute, change. nobody can trust yeah. you again. I'm stuck. I, I promise y'all. Trust him again? That's stuck. <laughs> y'all look. It's a tough game. I mean, <laughs> you got the Niners at home. You got D-Bow's coming back. And then Jared Goff. You got an all-pro receivers, all-pro linemen. It's going to be a tough game. I still got to think about it. <laughs> hey, really quick, though, because you said um, this is Lamar's year. Like, it has for to him be. to get a Super Bowl. What if the Niners win? I'm picking Ravens the Ravens win. Oh, okay. I'm picking the Niners. So it ain't his year, I picked the Niners before the season started. They were my Super Bowl champ. I had Niners, Bengals in the Super Bowl before okay. the season started. Didn't know Burrow would get hurt. I'm right with the Niners. Honestly, any version of outcomes this weekend is not going to surprise me. I feel like we're up against a really a really interesting historic weekend, and I'm, I'm excited to see what it's happens. Really I, really I really don't, I don't feel strongly about any of these picks. Detroit, Baltimore would be crazy. It would. Like, that's so unexpected. That, I, that, that couldn't have been nobody's. But Whose not, picks are still alive? Nobody. I had the Niners in the NFC Championship game. Nobody's. Because we had Eagles, 
And, uh, you didn't have the Niners in the NFC Championship game? I had Niners. I had Niners, but Bengals. I had Niners-Eagles. Bengals. And then I had yeah, Bengals. I had, I had Niners-Eagles. Oh. Yeah, I had Bengals-Niners-Super Bowl. I had that, too. Niners-Eagles. You had Niners-Eagles? I you feel had... like I had... Did I have Bills-Ravens? I got to go back and look. James, I James, definitely had the Bills. In the Super Bowl? Wait, oh, wait, wait. I had the Chiefs and the Ravens in the... Uh... Yeah, you had Chiefs Ravens in the Championship game. <laughs> Can we ask who... James, who'd you have? I had, in the Super Bowl, I had <laughs> Jets... <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> Come back on the other side of this commercial break for a few more laughs. We appreciate y'all hanging. We got a little bit more for y'all. Don't go anywhere. Oh, it's almost a weekend, family. Where you going, Andy? <laughs> I mean, we don't need to see James. He ain't like, we want to see James. Speak standings, family. All right, let's pay off. Let's pay off the comedy from earlier. So we've picked every game all season. James Jones, 166 and 16. <laughs> Joy Taylor, 175 and 107. LaShawn McCoy, 180 and 102. And your boy, 181 and 101. Tady, you talked a lot of cash earlier. How, how nervous you feeling this weekend? Nervous. 2,500 on the have line. You, have you beat me yet? 2,500 on the line. Have you beat me yet? Not yet. Have you beat me last year? Not yet. Purdy ain't won a Super Bowl yet either. I said, have you beat me last year? No, sir. Have you beat me yet this year? I am, that's why I am body Brock Purdy. You know what? Are you any questions? No, no. I haven't beat you yet. So why am I worried? Take Chiefs. Lions. You got three games left. Chiefs, Lions. <laughs> we'll see y'all on Monday. It's going to be a huge show.